0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talking Titans. I'm your host, Chris Hardwick. Uh, with me is a special guest, the star of Titans, uh, the Australian heartthrob, Mr. Brenton Thwaites. Thank you, Chris. Big fun. Oh God, is that your Australian accent?
1: Oh crikey! <laughs> Shrimp on all right, the body. Right, let's not, let's not, See, I thought you were uh, going to do the Brenton Thwaites, and I was going to do the Chris Hardwick because I because I've been no to do way. the Hardwick.
0: Okay. Do you? Okay, do your Chris. Hardwick hey everybody! A, welcome
1: to uh, a Titans. I'm your host, Chris Harwick. We have a great show today. We're gonna have a lot of fun. <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of fun today. We have a lot of fun. Anyway, we're gonna be uh, having Brenton Thwaites on the show to talk about uh, this episode of Titans. Uh, it's season two, episode seven. It's called Bruce Wayne.
0: Hello, I'm Brenton Thwaites. This is how I talk
1: none of your Australian accent can't,
0: I can't do accents, so I'm not gonna do it
1: <laughs>
0: i just was I could tell, tell you really wanted to do your hardwick though so I just let you go for it
1: it's uh it's it's look game shows i suppose it has to eventually show up uh but <laughs> this was. Oh boy, this is a rough episode to get through. I did not even take notes. Like, this is the one time I did not have any notes sitting down.
0: I you can't... know, I was... You You told me that you thought this was the worst episode of the season. And I think for like the first half, I was basically on the same page. Uh, but in the end, I thought they kind of turned it around a little bit. I thought there were kind of some satisfying uh, beats
1: the like the last five minutes, the uh, Jason yeah. talk because that part pretty, I did pre- like. I thought that was much. a nice uh, moment.
0: I mean, I getting to the end to Dick's big confession. I was kind of starting to put together what it was going to be, and I was like, "Oh man, are they going to leave us hanging for another week on this bullshit?" But then he just went ahead and said it, and that was a decent little moment. And also, I got to admit, I wasn't sure about it last week, but I. Suddenly in this episode at the end I started to find the relationship between Superboy and Eve his scientist mom kind of uh, touching. Yeah, in sure. a strange way. <laughs> that probably just because that. it might be just because my expectations have been lowered so much by this show and that the the act the actress they got to play Eve is like one of the few like decent actors I think on this show. So just the fact that she's able to convey some basic feelings uh, towards Connor is like suddenly I'm like, oh wow, I'm impressed. I feel like I'm watching a real relationship between two people. This is great.
1: it's It's great knowing that the Titans are gonna be on the crisis of Infinite Earth special on the CW TV show.
0: Wait, are they really? Yeah,
1: that was in a uh, that was in a rumor mill like all the other characters. They're like, yeah, they're gonna get the Titans
0: okay i i can't uh even try to wrap my brain around that because i've a little bit of the cw shows here and there caught bits and pieces but i don't i can't like i keep hearing things about that crisis event it's like oh they've got this guy from the 1989 batman movie and there's brandon routh as superman and tom wellings and i'm just like it's gonna be like a bunch of fucking It just seems like they're just throwing all this random shit against the wall. Like, I understand the point of, like, a big crisis event is that you see all these different parallel universes, but... It
1: feels like it's going to be Avengers Endgame. It's just going to be like, everyone gets one sentence, and then they go away...
0: Yeah, because in like the comics events, like in Crisis on Infinite Earths, you see a bunch of glimpses. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just jumping at all these conclusions I don't even watch the shows, so what the fuck do I know? It just seems like kind of a big mess to me.
1: It, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, also, my favorite part was uh, in the reviews I was reading for last week's episode. They called Superboy... Uh, the the world's biggest man child and you know what that holds true
0: yeah well that's kind of the idea of the character he was artificially grown in or adult age in a tube but he's actually only like he's like a baby right
1: he's a he's a baby you know what like i mean i did not like this episode but you know what maybe you're selling me on like the least the special beats in the episode
0: yeah, and even though uh i didn't really like the whole uh imaginary bruce wayne thing for most of the episode the scene like with him and dick in the church uh was actually okay was that a hallucination
1: was or was that decent. really bruce wayne i kept like getting confused
0: well, that wasn't him the whole th- <laughs> the whole thing was hallucination <laughs> at, at no point was the actual bruce wayne there that was all just a it was just a specter of bruce wayne that was giving voice to all of dick's uh, Securities and doubts and shit,
1: and it was
0: just couldn't he couldn't make it go away until he confessed the truth about killing Jericho to someone. Apparently, it's
1: and it, I will, I'm with you. This is the worst
0: Bruce Wayne. <laughs> well, here's the problem. I don't really hate the idea of what they were doing. the The problem with that is all. Oh, uh, they should have cast someone completely different as Bruce Wayne—someone 15 years younger, with darker hair, uh, who doesn't look so frail. Maybe someone a muscular, with...
1: dude. Just get someone who, like, it was an ex WWE dude. I'm sure there's. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, sure, but also, what um, we've seen of Bruce so far in real life—not the imaginary Bruce—they haven't really. Done a great job of selling me on the idea that this guy is Batman. If all of his dialogue has just been very kind of like, you know, just kind of polite and like he doesn't hasn't really shown much personality, right? Mm -hmm. And now, and now we're seeing this imaginary version in Dick's head who's like cracking jokes and being goofy and like being mean to him and stuff. But that's a really cool Batman. He's like being. He's being mean to him, but not in a way that we really recognize as like Batman, because this is obviously not the real guy. This is just like, this is like Dick's conscience or whatever. And
1: this I is, don't, ugh. but they
0: don't, uh, and I, and him like making jokes and being silly. That would be okay for him to be out of character like that. he done a great job of establishing who his character is in the first place. You know what I mean? Reads is like very confusing because we haven't really gotten a clear. Obviously, we all know who Batman is because he's a famous character, but in this show, we haven't gotten a great sense of who this character is in real life. So now we're seeing this like fake, silly version of him, and it just doesn't. It doesn't work as it well. Shell.
1: Because in the entirety of first season, you just get from Dick Grayson's perspective, he's a murderer. He's evil. Yeah. He's horrible.
0: Yeah, and but
1: if you're just like just it, going like, well, Dick, you know, you keep screwing this up all the time. You know, this isn't the first time around. You screwed up.
0: You could always screw up even more. You can be even worse. But and he also just doesn't look or sound like anything that we would identify as Bruce Wayne if we weren't told by the show that he's Bruce Wayne. So the stuff where Bruce
1: Wayne, you think like a a darker, brooding,
0: dick. uh, could have done, you could have done this, you could have, right, right. So the stuff where we see this fake Bruce Wayne behaving out of character, it doesn't seem to me like, oh, that's Batman, but he's not acting like Batman. It feels more like, who the fuck is this guy? You know. So like
1: (laughs) they got a cue from Star Trek.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If, if a, they had an actor who worked better as Batman and B, they'd written him a little better at the times we have seen him. I think that whole uh, conceit would have worked a lot better. You know, if we actually felt like that was Batman and then the stuff where he's dancing and being silly or whatever, it's kind of like, Oh, this is weird that Batman's doing that rather than like guy. You know it comes off like very confused not confusing like I don't understand what's happening. Obviously I'm very smart and I just explained what's going on here it's a it's a figment of brute of Dick's imagination it's his conscience like speak to him in the form of
1: this was the weakest of Brenton Thwaites' as Dick Grayson I feel too.
0: yes I mean Brenton is all just a wash for me. I've he's bad and I've accepted it. Um, but, na- his... but this
1: episode made me, like, see your perspective of, actually, he, yeah, he kind of does suck. And I don't mean, like, in terms of the character, because it isn't until the final scene that actually it's like, okay, he's okay.
0: I yeah, still think uh, it's he's Curran. Bad.
1: Curran's a better actor in this. And the entire Much episode was actor. him just being, like, nightmared and and scared shitless. Like, that was the majority of him.
0: Uh, I'll just say one more thing about the Dick Grayson stuff. There was some... He he was even written in this episode in a way that would work for me if there were a good actor playing him. You know what I mean? Uh, him, I mean, I've already seen this several times on the show where the plot is Dick goes off on his own, you know, abandons the rest of the team to go do like a solo mission. Uh, and, but in this episode, I felt like, sort of uh, believable he was sort of identifiable to me as Dick Grayson apart from the fact that the actor playing him is just not good and then like I said that scene in the church despite the fact that all the Batman the Bruce Wayne stuff leading up to that I didn't really like uh, you know <laughs> they they did that little turn where suddenly he gets serious and then this is then this is sort of an opportunity because Ian Glenn is a pretty good actor he's not very well cast here But uh, when the script finally calls for him to do something serious, all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. So this is kind of compelling, at least, you know?
1: (laughs) If you told me he was going to be Harvey
0: Dent, I would believe you. Yep. I could see him as definitely Harvey Dent. Before Hell, they could have cast him as Alfred because he is British. (laughs) There's that one weird part where he's like doing an impression of Alfred and he just kind of sounds like himself. (laughs) (laughs) And that just feels weird because bad job of sounding like an American that when he's like doing, he's doing a thing where he's being an American, doing an impression of a British guy. And it's just like, wow, I don't believe that this is a person at all. But of course, it's not a person. It's an imaginary friend of Dick's that looks like Bruce Wayne. Oh,
1: you're going to, oh, you're going to ruin their suit. Let me call Alfred up. Oh, Master Grayson. It's uh... It was just—it's so weird. Also, this is not really an episode that has a lot of like recap. It really is just Dick Grayson does this thing, reminds him of this. Bruce Wayne says something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the romance stuff between uh, um, what's his name, Jason and Rose is real bad. You talked about how Curran, who plays Jason, is a is a pretty decent actor. And I agree with you. Rose is really bad, though. Yes, I, I think, uh, I, and that's and that's a big problem for me. In those scenes where they're supposed to have chemistry, and you have this guy Curran who's doing his best, he seems like he's really trying. Uh, opposite uh, this actress who is just not good,
1: and just like, feels like very they're, they're flat. Like trying to throw her, throw Rose as a like. Non-emotional character because you know brought up by Deathstroke and don't have emotion. Be like I can understand if that was where that she was going for, but no, I there think... were times when she was trying to be quippy and trying to tell jokes. Yeah, and it's like... thing oh.
0: with the music where so she oh, comes no, into no, no, his. Don't remind me of that. Oh, she go, she comes into his room and he's listening to some death metal or whatever because he's an edgy kid. And she comes in and she's like, Why don't you try playing something with a real beat? Or I don't know, something that was supposed to sound very charismatic, uh, but she delivers it in this very flat and unconvincing way. And then they say some more bullshit, and she's like, Why don't you let me DJ for a while? There's yeah, this whole, oh God. This, is suppo- this is supposed to be like cute, like flirty dialogue or whatever. But uh, first of all, it's badly written. And second of all, I mean,
1: we well, are expecting all someone my actors. age to sound like a teenager. It's impossible.
0: <laughs> God bless all the actors for trying their best. A lot of them aren't very good, but even if they were, they're given such shitty material to work with that I have to feel for them anyway, you know? Um, and, yeah, I don't think uh, the actress that plays Rose is very good, but she's given such garbage dialogue to work with that, like, you know, uh, it's... It, it's rough to watch and I feel bad for her.
1: It's and, and it's like, I think if you were supposed to get the reveal that yes, she's Deathstroke's daughter and she's has vengeance because of the death of Jericho, this entire scenes would make a lot more sense. But when they try to make the reveal of I killed Jericho at the end, it kind of, even though that's the payoff, like, Oh, they didn't cliffhanger that. That's good.
0: Well, so Rose is obviously under the impression that her her dad killed Jericho and presumably that's what the rest of the world thinks, but I guess the other original Titans know that Dick did it, and that's the big thing that they've all been pissed off at him about all this time that they've been vaguely alluding to, I guess.
1: What if he killed Jericho and that's what made him decide to become a cop in Detroit?
0: Makes sense. He he got he got a little taste of murdering an innocent person and he wanted to get he, a little he more. he murdered of that. the
1: minority, you might as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he it was like, Oh, time to sign up for the big leagues. Although his cop career clearly didn't really pan out.
1: I like the fact that that was the pilot and that's like oh that's cool it'd be like a crime procedure nope fuck that you're never gonna see these characters again there was
0: there was no need to make him a a detective at the beginning of the show That was so pointless you
1: really just had to show him like drive a car and then see Rachel like walk around the sidewalk like you have her her freak out panic attack she leaves the school and then you see Dick Grayson pick her up on, like, the side... And you're thinking, oh, because this is not good. This is not good at all.
0: Sure, that's... I guess they could have done that. Uh, I don't know about that one, Jordan.
1: You know, something in terms of, like, a... You know, like, uh, where, what's wrong with you? Because, you know, stop a fight, stop a crime, something. Uh... Should we do the, should we do the recap? Should we do the, it really is not an episode of like a lot of like heavy duty plot points like the last episodes. This was also a little longer than last week's.
0: It was, it was kind of a, a, you know, a moody episode. There wasn't a lot of plot progression in it, but I thought, you know, some of it was done. Pretty well compared to what I'm used to with this show. Um, you know, it was filmed. <laughs> I don't know why I'm feeling so. Uh, what's the word? Uh, generous uh, right now, but um
1: it's. I, I don't know if it's intact or just because you just saw it.
0: You you were. I'm twenty four hours
1: removed. You just saw it like minutes ago. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I as usual I put it off until the last possible moment. I was really dreading watching it, especially after you told me that it was the worst one. So that I think it's the
1: worst so, one of the season so far.
0: Is but I don't know if I could really like quantify which ones I think are the worst because uh, it's with the show structural to like the whole uh, season, the whole show series, and I don't know if I problems that i had with this episode are mostly rooted with the larger problems in the show like i said the stuff with bruce wayne doesn't didn't work for me because they haven't really handled because of the way they've handled his character and also i just feel like show has more characters than it knows what to do with at this point up until like kind of the very end uh raven and beast boy had both kind of disappeared like where were they um, and it just seems like there's way Don't too you many remember? characters. Remember, Beast Boy was
1: taking care of Rose as a tiger.
0: That's done. That was just for <laughs> and Ra- was just... and
1: Rachel. Rachel was uh, was was like uh, seeing this uh, sleeping uh, Rose. I think no. Which one was the one where he, I think it was?
0: I have no I idea what your Beast Boy trying to Beast Boy right now. The,
1: the this Rachel went to sleep and Beast Boy. Got bit by the demons. No idea what you're you're talking about. Um. (laughs) From like three episodes ago. The Rachel falls asleep, Beast Boy walks in, and the goop flies around.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That has nothing to do with why they were absent for this whole episode, though. I mean, they do show up at the end, because I was wondering... What's going on with that? I'm Uh,
1: trying to remember what the what the explanation was. Either like I don't even think they did have any. It was just like a oh they were just
0: in their they were just in their rooms. They were doing their own thing, and that's what I mean. The show just has too many characters, and it's not really willing to invest in all these characters, and it doesn't really have enough runtime to properly service all the characters there's just too many of them
1: that's why i don't like ensembles that much and that's why i kind of don't like young justice like season one good but season two they introduce like so many characters it's like well now everyone's in this but we don't really know who to do
0: you're you're so wrong you're saying so many things that are wrong to me i don't know where to begin oh here's
1: more characters here's more
0: Well, yeah, I I do think that's a problem with Young Justice, but that doesn't mean that ensembles are necessarily bad. I think ensembles are good. Um, Doom Patrol's an ensemble, that's good. Titans just need, I mean, if there were fewer characters on this show, they could tell more satisfying stories with them. That's why I liked that flashback episode, because there were only like five people on the team. It was simpler, you know?
1: (laughs) When you can have five uh, people, you can kind of let everyone do their own thing. You get everyone to have their own beat. You can make everyone not a flat character. This one had a lot of flat.
0: I mean, I don't think it's necessarily bad to have uh, that many characters on a show, but I just don't think that uh, O is willing to properly invest in all of them. And it doesn't really have the time to do it either. So they should just, I don't know, they should try to keep it a little simpler. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Do, do do your recap. Let's get it over with.
1: Start start off. Uh, Jason Todd has a nightmare where he falls a lot longer than would normally be possible. And and wakes up and then hallucinates. Oh no! Dick Grayson goes to the suit lab and's like, oh look at this. The he notices the Robin suit is missing. Everyone else's is, is there and hallucinates Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne says, oh ba 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 disappointment. Ba ba ba, just another day in the office for you. Do 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 do. We don't, uh, then we Don don't says got to go to the hospital. Someone's recovered. Intro theme. Boop 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 do, boop boop.
0: So we don't really. Uh, know right away that this is a fake Bruce Wayne it's like oh Bruce Wayne is here but then we can sort of Tell something is up right because He's kind of acting a little spicy a little Saucy not really the way we expect Bruce Wayne to act a flamboyant, More flamboyant Bruce Wayne
1: uh, Then we get to the hospital It's Connor he got shot
0: uh, Hospital they're still in Titans Tower
1: They're still in Titans Tower Starfire's there with Dawn.
0: Starfire's looks, a doctor, I guess.
1: I, and, and then, as he looks on the body, who's over si- Who's over the shoulder in the hallway? But one Bruce Wayne on an imaginary phone saying, "Ringy ding ding, I'm gonna call the Titans up and let them know they suck." <laughs>
0: it really yeah, is just like every scene had a bruce wayne in it, and it sucked <laughs> the the, ima- the imagine the bruce the bruce wayne is in uh dick's head and at this point in the episode he's just talking shit about him he's telling he's expressing all of his insecurities he's telling him he's no good and he sucks at his job and that why are the you only bringing reason- back
1: the titans didn't you learn from killing aqualad the last time you let him die it was yeah. you you let him die <laughs>
0: The, the the only thing that he has to offer Is the fact that he knows Batman That's all that he brings to the table He basically says that to him Which Jason is a pretty Todd good gets, burn
1: <laughs> Jason Todd's furious starts punching A bag trying to not let The nightmare get to him Of course it did Dick Grayson says I can take care of you I'm your best friend and Bruce Wayne Shows up again and it's like no you're not You're going to let him down just like everything else You suck yeah, really in, in like, this beginning t-
0: scene, Dick almost tells Jason, No, it's not your fault, it's actually my fault. But he stops before telling him the part that it's all where it's all his fault. And that ghost of Bruce Wayne is just like tisk tisk. You could you you chickened out. You didn't say the thing you you should have said.
1: You should have said the main thing. You should have said the thing. Uh you
0: could a lot of trouble with this episode if you could just come out and say it at the beginning.
1: Hank and Don eat stuff with Dick Grayson. Figure out what happens next. That's right. Bruce Wayne shows up and then says more shit.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean to point out in these early scenes where Dick is with the whole group and Bruce Wayne's talking to him in his head. I was waiting for them to do that thing, that classic comedy staple where Dick it says something to, to Bruce to the imaginary Bruce Wayne. And then one of the other guys is like, um, Dick. Who are you talking to? And he's like, "Uh, no one." And I was actually pleasantly surprised that they didn't really do that. They sort of did something similar to that later, but they didn't make it like a big comedy line. Uh, I was impressed by the restraint because I was really expecting them to How pull out that classic can the trope.
1: Get? Back in the hospital, Starfire uses her healing powers to fix Connor's headache, and also he tries. W- and also, I think because of that, also learns uh, the backstory.
0: I, I don't think she does, no. Uh, she figures out that he's Kryptonian because he speaks Kryptonian to her, and she recognizes it because she knows all the languages. But she doesn't really get his backstory until Eve shows up later, I'm pretty sure.
1: Nine mi- We're now nine minutes in. We get a flashback of... Uh, back in the hospital I, I don't know if it's a flashback or current because Crypto's in the cage
0: it is current remember they kidnapped crypto at the end of the last one mercy grabbed her and put a kryptonite collar on her
1: yes and, and
0: Eve, on him mercy, sorry. There. I'm, calling, I'm calling crypto at her i meant him
1: and then she's like i don't i don't know what happened super blah blah blah
0: also, not a hospital. You keep calling locations hospitals, and they're not.
1: It's. I mean, I just see lab coats. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're 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 back at the Cadmus Labs or whatever. Apparently, everything's fine.
1: It's 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 sunny. Uh, and then she steals. I think she steals the thing. The. The, what? like.
0: What are you? Ta- were you watching this at all? What are you talking it was. about? It's the, uh, the phone, thing? the cell
1: phone. Eve leaves in the black cell phone, bumps into the doctor, and takes the name tag, the name badge.
0: Takes the doctor's name name tag for sure. And then it's we go to the access, bar. Well, it's not a, It's a key. It's an access card. So, so she, that she, she can so she sneak can back in out. the lab later. Yeah.
1: Okay, so we go to the bar. I don't know what fucking bar it is. I don't. I don't. It's
0: it's sticks- Dixon. Aunt. it's his old it's his old stomping grounds he's back in town and the guy at the bar is like hey dick you old son of a bitch i haven't seen you in six or seven years
1: bruce wayne has a cocktail i don't know if this is the first or the second scene with a sprinkle donut that's all i remember was he gets a giant donut with sprinkles
0: it's his it's his old it's his old uh, favorite his usual it's like his hey usual. dick i I remember how you like donuts with sprinkles. Here's here's one for you, just like old times.
1: You, you know, when you go to the bar, you
0: get the donut with sprinkles. Who hasn't it's a, ba- a bar slash donut shop?
1: I don't know, is there a coffee shop, a bar?
0: What the fuck is this place? Hey, it's San Francisco. This is some quirky uh, Bay Area shit. They've got donuts, <laughs> they've got coffee, they've got cocktails. As
1: uh, uh, I, I also.
0: Think...
1: <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Uh, he so gets the guy, donut with sprinkles. Uh, Bruce Wayne does the donut. Alfred voice. He does the, oh, you're going to call Alfred? Ooh, Master Grayson. Uh, presume.
0: So the guy, okay, we're not explaining what's going on here. Dick is meeting this guy at the bar because he used to be sort of like a criminal contact of his, kind of like an informant, you know, a connection to the, to the underworld. But he's all like, oh, I'm out of that. I don't do that stuff anymore. And then after getting egged on by imaginary Bruce Wayne, Dick gets aggressive with the guy and takes his gun and and holds him down and makes him tell him about these associates of Wintergreens, I think. He's trying to track I down Winter Wintergreens. Yeah. So he, he's trying to track down Wintergreens so that he can track down Deathstroke is what seems like is happening. Although apparently Deathstroke is actually hiding out somewhere in the Titans Tower all along.
1: But sh- don't tell anybody.
0: Well, we don't know that yet, except we do because he's le- he's leaving these little clues all over Titan's Tower, and everyone's just like, "Huh, what's going on?" And they Who act drank like it's big mystery. Mis- <laughs> Back at Titan's Tower, everyone's getting lif- left these little hints and stuff, uh, like the spicy orange soda. Oh, uh, that was which just that was the next that was, episode. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, that was
1: it. That's exactly where I'm going to recap. Hank okay. Hank gets out of the shower and then sees the orange soda
0: bottle. Hank Hank has left a bottle of bourbon. Uh, The orange soda bottle was in uh, Donna's room, because remember Um, Donna was the one that had the orange soda thing with Aqualad in the flashback episode.
1: Uh, Jason looks at at uh, Jason keeps getting nightmares, and then talks to Rose in what has to be the worst scene of the entire episode. Jason's, comes trying in. To, Jason's trying to do the smart-ass gimmick of, hey, what's up? And Rose like, oh, what's... Uh? And then you play the angry music.
0: They have this whole uh, strained uh, uh, bit about the music that we talked about. She's like, you mind if I be DJ for a while? Oh, he's like, I just yes. realized. He's like, yeah scratch my vinyl <laughs> no
1: one like, of the albums she grabs is the david bowie album
0: yeah well that's in the later scene
1: yeah that's
0: a clue that's really if you that, will well, yeah. that she knows what's going on no 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 no. the the, the david bowie album is yet another thing deathstroke left little uh spooky clues for everybody the bourbon bottle for hank the orange soda for donna the picture of their dead friend from montana for uh dawn and I think the record Jericho's uh, Ziggy Stardust record was also left there uh, by Deathstroke.
1: And, and I, uh, we're trying to figure out what's left for Dick Grayson. I think that's what it's the, the next.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he left that there for Dick. T- although I guess he also does that thing in the church with Dick. Whatever. It's this, very though, unclear. Maybe
1: this is maybe this is like some sort of spooky substance. Like this is some fear chemical from like Scarecrow and. What are you talking about? What like, is like the hallucination? What caused Dick Grayson to hallucinate oh. Bruce Wayne?
0: No, 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 no. That's that's just his own guilt because there's a whole uh, thread there where his guilt about uh, killing Jericho is uh, causing him to have this like uh, this crisis of conscience uh, that's being expressed in an imaginary Bruce Wayne because he tells him. All you, you know how to get rid of me. All you have to do is tell the truth. And then at the end, when he starts to tell Jason the truth, uh, Bruce Wayne disappears, messing with his... Although I do think that Deathstroke might be doing something where he's messing with Jason's head, right? Because Jason has these scenes where he's just kind of staring out the window and there's all this weird shit reflecting in his eyes like he's hypnotized. It's the,
1: gr- it's the green... Uh it's the it's building it's so it's he he keeps looking back at him falling
0: off the skyscraper right, right 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 but i mean like it looks like he's being like hypnotized or something doesn't it yeah like uh when like the deathstroke stroke is and we know at this point the deathstroke is like secretly hiding out in the in the tower leaving spooky clues for everybody uh so i don't know i got the impression that he was messing with Jason's head somehow, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: Anyway, so uh, back at Cadmus Labs,
0: Crypto is free. Uh, Eve frees him from the kryptonite collar in sort of little slapstick moment. In a slapstick (laughs) moment,
1: the laser beam vision reflects in the mirror. The mirror hits the collar. The collar's broken. Then the security guards show up. And it's Crypto, in the best moment, just crashes into a window and flies out.
0: Yeah, pretty good.
1: Uh, and then we're at the club, which was what the bartender said would be a
0: place. Yeah, Dick found one of the two women who I think are twins that used to work with Wintergreen at this burlesque club. Is that right? yes and she helps lead him to the location of wintergreen because she hates him now i think the other was to be dead i think i don't know what was going on with these characters but it doesn't matter because it's Dick just Grayson a little was a
1: bad detective like this was like cheesy ass film noir detective
0: yeah, yeah, they were doing a little detective, a little detective breadcrumb trail story where uh, Dick talks to one guy who gives him the lead to another person who tells him where to find uh, Wintergreen. So the but details it's don't Dick really Dick
1: Grayson, yes, who's in the scene. Oh yeah, that, that's, that's right. Enjoy Bruce Wayne on stage dancing for your enjoyment for two minutes.
0: Yeah, uh, Bruce. His imaginary friend, Bruce Wayne, is on the burlesque stage uh, dancing with the burlesque dancers, uh, being real silly. Being very silly, doing really
1: bad dancing, and then doing the Batusi. Get it? The Batusi from the 66 Batman? What a great Easter egg. can't wait for every fucking superhero comic book nerd blog to bring that up as an Easter egg. In, in, pretty
0: pretty good stuff.
1: It's pretty deep stuff, anyway. So, it's,
0: but see, you know, this it's, is an example of what I mean as, as a comic, mo- a comical moment that I wouldn't mind if I felt like that guy was really Batman. You know, like if they'd done a better job of establishing his character, you know, with an actor who looked or seemed anything like Batman, that then then it actually would be funny to me. All right, now Not we're back because at it the... just okay.
1: Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> back at the tower, orange soda found. Rose plays some music. She... Jason Todd notices the music.
0: She's playing the music because she's. They said she could be DJ, and then she's like, "Let me teach you how to dance." And Jason's like, "I don't dance," and that very and make uh, out, romantic little exchange there. It's
1: it's it's folk. Bony and fake and bad it's not even a
0: believable scene
1: anyway so now we go into the streets and
0: Bruce hey, Wayne. But, but this is also the scene where Rose finds the Ziggy Stardust album Jericho's name on it and she freaks out and yells at Jason and Jason has no idea what she's talking about because he doesn't know who B- Jericho is or know any of the backstory well, of
1: course not Jericho like <laughs> Jason at the time wasn't even like a robin
0: yeah, it's just like I don't know what you're talking about. Those are Dick's records. He let me borrow them, and she's like, "Fuck you! My fucking dad killed my fucking brother, and this is his record. You guys are all fucking with me." And he's just like, "I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and what's d- going on?" And but but you gotta kind of put in the whiny,
1: pissed off kid voice, like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." <laughs> like actually, in a way that kind of makes it believable, and it's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Even though I realized that Jason Todd's character, uh, every almost every other line has to have the word fuck in it. Just to yeah. let you people know that it's an adult show.
0: Well, he's a troubled young man.
1: What the fuck are you talking Sh- about, troubled young man?
0: What the fuck? Adult show in the scene that I think we're going to get to in a second. Uh, there are two topless women when uh, Dick shows up at Wintergreen's hotel room I think this is the first time we've seen nudity in this show. Am I wrong? No, about said, unless he counts Superboy's bare ass from last week. Uh, uh, yeah, par- apart from like men's butts, which we've seen a few times. So this, these are, this is the first instance of titties on the Titans program. Yes, yeah, so we Is what he, I'm saying he
1: goes to Wintergreen's house. There's titties,
0: bare, bare
1: titties, and butts. And, he,
0: and he's just like, get out of here. He does the classic uh, RoboCop uh, bitches leave move. He and, and, gets in there, there are sex workers It's like, get the fuck out of here I've got guy, man business to take care of
1: Wintergreen's in the in the bathroom In the little bubbly
0: bathtub he, So he had two Two topless women just kind of standing around Hanging around at his hotel room And he's over like taking a bubble bath What's, yes. what's supposed to be you know happening in this I have two team?
1: topless sex workers You know what I do with them <laughs>
0: same room they're just kind of milling around his 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 uh his place and he's just taking a bath uh
1: anyway dick Grayson pistol whips him and has a gun surprise he, he pistol whips him bruce wayne keeps getting into his head oh you're gonna shoot him you're gonna shoot him you're gonna kill him you're gonna, is that what, you were gonna do? what we're gonna do that we're gonna blow him up you guys get what you want Is so what you want then he calls, I believe, uh, the tower. I forgot who he calls.
0: Oh, that's not what happened. Uh, he gets a call on Wintergreen's phone from Deathstroke. Oh, well, okay. Obviously, watching him and knows that he's there, so he calls Wintergreen's phone. Dick picks it up, and Deathstroke tells him an address to meet him at.
1: Okay, I, I, that 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 was a place I fizzled out in. Because yeah. this is at the part where I'm like, this is every scene has a Bruce Wayne moment. Every scene has to have Bruce Wayne just talking shit.
0: Well, well yeah, he's got the imaginary Bruce Wayne following him around and and uh, and chiding him through his whole little detective adventure.
1: All right, we're now 26 minutes in. Donna Troy is there with Hank and Don. Ugh. More discussions about who Connor is. Can you trust Don- them?
0: Don finds that picture of their friend, their dead kid friend from Montana in the fridge. Uh, and then the three of them all agree that they're getting these... Someone's leaving these scary clues for them, and they're like, "Who's could be doing that? Which is weird to me that they treat this whole thing like a mystery rather than just immediately assuming that it's Deathstroke fucking with them. Like, who else would it be?
1: Then, bing, bing, as... As we see a nice scene with with Starfire and Connor, in in the, I guess the
0: the, bee poop hospital room. room, yeah, the hospital poop he said room. I call
1: everything a hospital. I'm trying to come up something else.
0: Well, no, well yeah well you keep saying at the hospital which implies there's a different i'm just trying to keep this from being yes. confusing to the list if anyone's yes. listening to this and actually trying to follow the plot i don't want to confuse them too much good because we can't
1: confuse the show even more than it already is anyway ding dong it's the
0: infirmary it's the infirmary at titan's tower that's what i'm calling it
1: the infirmary at titan's tower anyway eve is on the line hi guys uh i have a dog here for you can i see my baby boy Superboy?
0: Which yeah, this, mean, is the fr- this is the first appearance of Beast Boy. He's just the guy that answers the door. Yeah, he, that's, that's pretty he's much all he does. He's to the this- guy who can turn into
1: any animal. <laughs> he could turn into a snake. He could turn into yeah. a falcon. He could turn into an iguana. He can turn into a doggy. He can turn into anything. He really could be any animal, and he's delegated
0: into... But all that stuff is too expensive, so we're not going to do that.
1: Hi, who are you? <laughs> And funny enough, they let her in. <laughs>
0: they trust her. Because well, Starfire says let her in because it se- seems like she's telling the truth, I think.
1: And then Eve tells some backstory. Uh, is this when yeah. Connor gets up and we see his bare ass again? I think so. Yeah,
0: yeah. So e- Eve explains that it's the only possible way to heal him would be by taking him directly to the surface of the sun. And Starfire's like, oh, well, why didn't you say so? Because I just so happen to have uh, sun powers where I can make it like the sun is right here in this room.
1: So he gets a hug. Wait, so
0: help me out here. Was, Was Connor naked that entire time or did whatever clothes he was wearing get burned off by Starfire using her sun powers?
1: You know, I wish it was the sun powers. That would make a lot of sense but I'm led to believe he was naked the whole time
0: because of the chest, because he got shot in the chest. Right, but why can't they put some fucking pants on? Why is he naked? Because he was only when... Okay, so in the previous episode, when he got shot, he was fully clothed. He was wearing a shirt and pants. So I get that you need to remove the shirt because of the the kryptonite bullet in his chest. Why did they need to strip him completely naked? That's fucking weird. What's going on, Starfire? What are you doing? Put some pants yeah, on that guy. She
1: wanted. She wanted to give a solar handjob to him as he was recovering.
0: This poor unconscious uh, boy uh, with the mentality of a two-year-old baby. Uh, why did they Eggs strip him for down naked, me, doctor? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no, it's Superboy. Uh, cool. yeah. He has to ask questions. Like, thank
0: you, whoever you are. Then <laughs> Raven serves her only function this episode by using her powers to contain. Uh, Starfire's sun powers so that she doesn't like blow up the building and kill everyone presumably
1: in, in a bad CGI goop but what else is new yeah,
0: yeah that was pretty bad but you know what Eve, do you expect Eve,
1: Eve looks on and's like holy shit
0: <laughs> then we get the very touching scene where Superboy calls Eve mom and Eve kisses him on the forehead and she almost tears up and cries it's a very heartfelt scene yeah, they they uh, did something really smart was that they cast someone who could act as Eve. Uh, so the scene <laughs> the <this laughs> scene feels much more compelling than it probably should.
1: And then to make matters even better, surprise, it's Crypto! And Crypto licks his Crypto's face. It's very back.
0: cute. Is this when we get to the church Now scene? we're in the
1: church. Ding okay. dong, ding dong.
0: Address this is the, the location Deathstroke,
1: that Deathstroke told him to go to. Yeah.
0: And Deathstroke has left a bunch of pictures of all of his friends back at Titan Tower, Titan's Tower, which is a way of letting him know that he's secretly been there, hiding out, spying on them the whole time. Uh, So Dick's really been fucking up, going all over the city, doing detective work, looking around for him, when actually he's right there at the tower.
1: And it's all, and the fun part is, it's all stuff from that episode. So it's the dance sequence with Rose. It's the bottle of of bourbon. Yeah. It's the uh, red. It's the orange soda. The spicy orange soda.
0: Yeah, he's been a busy boy. He took all those pictures, uh, and then you know went re- straight to his uh, his uh, dark room and developed them. He had to get printed developed. Them
1: out. He, he had to go to his Canon <laughs> printer. He had to. He get, probably, he, he had to make probably sure it's using digital. This
0: is 2019. I'm I'm being silly.
1: He got a digital camera. He got his SD card uh, I, out. He had I, to go to the I, right age.
0: I picture, uh, I don't know. I picture Deathstroke as an analog guy. He's kind of old fashioned, right? <laughs> he he ex- probably has uh, his own. Ex-
1: excuse he's... me, sir. Um, Can I have these developed uh, in the next oh, No,
0: no, no. He's got, he's got his own dark room. He develops them himself. He takes great He's clearly interested in the art of photography because I these. Mean, yeah. They were, were all focused. They were very, well... very nicely framed uh, photographs. He really took some care in. Uh, in crafting these images uh, for Dick.
1: Bruce Wayne goes from being a wacky, silly guy to suddenly very serious.
0: Yeah. This is where imaginary Bruce Wayne gets serious and he starts being very uh, fatherly and stuff with Dick when the rest of the episode, he's just been clowning on him basically. And then in the,
1: what I'm saying is the worst Brendan Brennan scene of the season so far in a active, I looked at all these photos. I am angry. I think what he was supposed to do is pound on the table and throw all the candles and the photos to the ground.
0: He's pissed off, man. Because
1: he's pissed off. You saw my friends and then run away. I think that was only like one or two takes and they were both bad because <laughs> <laughs> it was like a.
0: You only get so many shots when you're breaking stuff, you know? They got to reset all those candles for each take, you know? Time, time time, is money.
1: Anyway, he gets on his little motorcycle. Did you know he has a motorcycle? No, no, until right now.
0: Uh, I think we saw the motorcycle before, didn't we?
1: Yeah. And then back in Raven's room, uh, Raven's in this, sees the mirror. He sees Jason Todd have his little... Uh, the, he screams. The, the spooky face happens in the mirror. You know, she,
0: well, he, what? No, you skipped. She goes into her room, and there are crosses drawn all over her windows and stuff. And she assumes that Jason Todd did it. And that's when she goes to she goes to confront him about it.
1: Jason looks in in the, I guess, the window and sees like an elevator of the same photo of a skyscraper and Jason, over and over again.
0: Yeah, Jason is mesmerized. Uh, he's still imagining himself falling off a building forever. Uh, this this is where I think that uh, Deathstroke is doing some kind of hypnosis on him, but I'm not sure exactly.
1: Anyway, so then Jason Todd is hanging out with all the people in the same
0: everyone's Everyone's meeting up in the kitchen area. It's a big confrontation. Uh, Raven drags him out in front of everybody and says, Jason drew these crucifixes all over my room. And so they all jump to the conclusion that Jason was the one fucking with them with the bourbon bottle and the orange soda and the photograph and all that shit. Which is weird. It's really weird that they assume Jason Todd is behind all this instead of assuming that it's Deathstroke, which makes so much more sense. Uh, <laughs> But, um, Jason has I enough guess, of
1: this shit. He gets a little depressed. He goes up to the roof.
0: He, he, he's all mad and he's like, I didn't do any of that shit. Uh, fuck you. He, he blames himself for all the dysfunction in the Titans. He thinks they all hate each other because of him. He says, I would be better off with Deathstroke, which is a weird thing because Deathstroke is the guy that just tried to murder him. So <laughs> that's another reason why I think Deathstroke is doing something to his head. Yes. Uh,
1: He is on the ledge, by the way, so we're assuming he's very suicidal and ready to jump. Yeah. uh, Uh, This is the dramatic scene where then Brenton Thwaites, as Dick Grayson, has sympathy for Jason Todd, goes to the ledge next to him, tells him to step off, but then he comes forward to the same ledge, and in in the big reveal, he explains that it's not his fault. It really is my fault. It was me. I, it wasn't so, you, Jason. It's me. I did this. It was yeah, me. So
0: Dick, Dick has returned to Titans Tower. Uh, he confronts uh, the whole team who'd just been standing around accusing. Uh, what's his name? Jason. Yes. Hook is here. Yeah. And then uh, his imaginary friend, Bruce Wayne, tells him, like, oh, is someone missing? And he's like, oh, Jason. And he just intuits that Jason is up on the roof about to kill himself. Uh, So he finds him up there. Jason has this whole little speech about how, like, it's all his fault. Uh, The team is falling apart because of him. And And that's how we get to the big big reveal. uh,
1: He says, I killed Jericho.
0: I killed Deathstroke's son. In case we haven't established that Jericho is Deathstroke's son (laughs) on this program. I killed
1: Deathstroke's son. And then uh, then we... The end song is Under the Milky Way by The Church.
0: And, and there you go, folks.
1: Uh, that's the exciting... Uh, next week on uh, Titans, Jericho.
0: This is going to be another flashback episode. This is the, like flashback. I was... this is the
1: flashback of yeah. probably how he got killed.
0: The sequel to the previous flashback episode, which ended on a cliffhanger where Dick... Uh, met Jericho at the record store and traded David Bowie albums with him or whatever.
1: Very David (laughs) Bowie album. Yeah. uh,
0: Uh, And it implied uh, that he was going to do something fucked up. And now we know from his big confession here that he actually killed him. And I guess we're going to see that happen, but somehow he made it seem like it was Deathstroke's fault because Deathstroke's daughter thinks that he's the one that killed Jericho uh, but apparently, it was actually Dick. About how that whole thing shakes out next week, I guess. Right?
1: That's it. That's the episode. I've. I, so, so the pros and cons. I guess the pro is the Eve, Eve and Connor.
0: That was the pro. <laughs> I really didn't think this one was as bad as you did, as I said. I think the final um,
1: part, though, you were right. Though, I like the I like the Jason Todd blaming himself, and then Dick Grayson trying to. Cons- I think that was actually a good good scene. Uh, yeah. For All the a uh, family, certain thing, but like, I did not need to see every like moment that Dick Grayson was around. Here's a Bruce Wayne being a wacky character. <laughs>
0: yeah that like i said all that stuff was fine to me conceptually uh it's just that you know in typical titans fashion it was badly written and the actors are poorly suited uh for for what they've been cast for and it just comes off very weird and and false to me
1: it just but hit I thought me that, it just hit me none of the characters were in their
0: costumes this this episode none of the these fuckers never wear costumes Was it count rachel no, I don't think that counts. So far, she and and uh so they don't even really have she and Beast Boy and Starfire, none of them have really had costumes so far. And, and Starfire uh, Dick, was kind of
1: delegated to like a secondary role this episode with with
0: the Connor B plot. Yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about, them having too many characters and not knowing what to do with them. Like they <laughs> They don't know what to do with Starfire, so she's just like the nurse, and like she, and, Ink and Dawn are are sort of there, but they're not. You know, they they brought all these characters together in Titans Tower, and then all of their little arcs just kind of stopped there. Now they're all just there, sitting around, waiting around, while Dick Grayson does stuff, which sucks. Like this is not the way you write an ensemble show. You don't make Dick Grayson repeatedly taking everything into his own hands and centering everything around him but while all the other characters night just sit around
1: have the night wink.
0: Yeah, I- I'm not interested in that. I mean, like it, it's just it it sucks. They, they 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 have more they have too many characters and they don't know what to do with them. Uh so Starfire is just uh the one that nurses uh, Superboy back to health and Beast Boy just answers the door. <laughs>
1: answers the door. Uh, Raven,
0: Raven shows up for like a second uh, to sort of serve as a plot point H- with the Hank Jason finds, thing.
1: Hank finds a liquor bottles and Don finds yeah. orange soda.
0: <laughs> so do you think that what Deathstroke was doing was trying to frame Jason and turn everybody against him? Like, was that all part of his little plan?
1: I think it... Was-
0: because... It didn't make sense to me because unless these characters are fucking stupid, which I guess they are.
1: Jason wasn't around to know about the orange drink.
0: Well, right. But they all assumed that it was him doing that to mess with them because it's been established that he's an asshole. And then when when Rachel accused him of drawing the crosses in her room, everybody was kind of like, oh, he's probably the one that's been fucking with all of us. But that's stupid because... Everyone, when Donna saw that soda bottle, she should have immediately known that Deathstroke was, you know, like, they, but so, they're, they're, they all just see those things and they're just like, huh, what's going on? That's so strange. And because you know? there's
1: too many characters, they did nothing with Beast Boy.
0: They yeah, couldn't of course. Find,
1: find a way to fuck with him. There was no like lag in his Fortnite. There wasn't anything. No, you know what?
0: It's too bad that the first season even exists because um, honestly, the with the way things are going, the characters of Beast Boy and Raven, they could pretty much throw them out. They've been completely useless this season. There's, They have sort of interesting things going on uh, with the other characters that have nothing to do with anything that was established in the previous season. So what so, it like,
1: makes sense, Rachel goes back to high school, and Beast Boy is like the love crush or something.
0: I don't know. They're they're shitty characters and they're useless, and, and they Hank can just throw Don away. Leaves and then
1: and Beast like their their parents. And they take care of. <laughs> like what the fuck? They really can't figure this shit out.
0: I I don't know the. It it sucks. Um, I mean, like, if if anything, they could have reversed these seasons, you know, started out uh, the show with these characters that are, you know, the original Titans, and then maybe introduced Raven and Beast Boy later.
1: Oh, like a, now that I fucked up the Titans,
0: I'm leaving to be a cop. Here's Rachel. I don't know. I I, I mean, it, it all feels very backwards, and uh, they they brought more care like myself now. The European, Rachel, they,
1: they, they repeated the Raven. The, too many people. Raven
0: and Beast Boy are, are useless characters. They're they're no good. They suck. I don't mean actually like in the source no, material. The Actors are not.
1: good. The actors are okay. Tegan Croft is great.
0: The actors aren't that good. Uh, the guy that plays Beast Boys is, is not.
1: very You don't like good. Ryan Potter? Oh well.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. They haven't really given him anything to do. Maybe he could be a good actor, but he seems pretty boring to me.
1: He was a super ninja. I don't know. He was a Nickelodeon super ninjas. Nothing to me. Just imagine, for, for you will, Power Rangers. Okay. What if? What if he was just a Power Ranger instead?
0: Instead of being on this show, that would yeah, be fine like with a lot me. Of this shit be just one, says, man. This would would be better If
1: this was Power Rangers
0: character on the show for me to worry about, that'd be fine with me. I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It just feels <laughs> like the show doesn't know what it wants to do. It doesn't know what it wants to be. We talked about last season, last episode. I mean, how there are these weird tonal shifts where it felt more like a wacky, like tongue-in-cheek CW show.
1: Oh this one it was, was all gone CW the romances and then the shit music like i think they spent most of their budget this season on licensing music could be Ugh.
0: yeah it's all over the place it's not a good show but uh but like i said i didn't think this one was the worst one uh, although I guess I'm kind of full of shit because pretty much for most of the episode up until like the last 15 minutes, I really hated it. And then there were some decently compelling moments in the very end. And I was like, Oh, okay. It wasn't that bad.
1: Did you know the guy who plays Jericho is named Chella man? And he, they are a YouTuber with 308 and 38,000 subscribers.
0: I did not know that.
1: No. There you go. So folks, if you want to be successful, be a YouTuber.
0: Well, I'm very happy for them and all their success. Uh yeah, unfortunately just, you get
1: killed by Dick Grace next week.
0: I was gonna say, unfortunately their success amounts to like two episodes of this T V show because we saw them him in one flashback episode, then we're gonna see him get killed in the next one. So you know, could be the start of, of, a, of a wonderful career for Chelem but only time will tell.
1: All right. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh,
0: is that all there is to say, really?
1: The, the content train keeps rolling along. See you next week.
0: Oh, uh, well... Also, uh, we should clarify. We were wrong last week when we kept saying it was the halfway point, right? Yeah, Cuz there're actually the 13 point. episodes. Okay, so now we actually are more than halfway through.
1: Yes, I thought it was a 12 episodes, a 13 episode run.
0: It's 13 episodes. I was very distressed when I realized that. I was only mentally prepared to do this for 12 weeks and now I know that there's going to be a whole extra week to do it. So we still have Six more episodes of this garbage to go, right? Absolutely. So we'll okay. see a
1: Jericho episode. Uh, we'll have something probably called Slade Wilson or something.
0: And it'll, well, there was already one called Deathstroke, wasn't there?
1: Yes. And then we'll have Crypto, probably Crypto as an episode.
0: Uh, do you think there'll be a whole episode about Crypto? That That would be good.
1: Episode 13 will be called Nightwing, and we're supposed to be really excited Uh, because, oh, my God, it's the Nightwing episode.
0: I bet bet you're right. They're going to make a whole thing about him revealing his new costume, even though up until this point, the show isn't concerned with costumes at all.
1: And identities, and (laughs) secret
0: identities, by the way. Well, folks, we've got six more weeks of listening to us talk about this terrible show. Do not
1: watch this folks do not watch the titan show we got to keep reminding you of this
0: especially if you've already listened to this it was probably bad enough you don't need to make it even worse by watching it for yourself trust me Uh. (sighs) all right i'm i'm brenton thwaites thank you mr hardwick for for having me on your show here it's a real honor
1: thank you so much for having us. You know, the show's been built to change lives. And like we say every episode, you know, uh, the Titans are back,
0: bitches. Titans are back, bitch. i uh-huh.